Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest. Riker, the Toronto Raptors, we said the news was going to come quick, and it certainly, most certainly did. Obviously, if you guys haven't uh, watched our Sergi Baca leaving the Raptors reaction video, definitely check that video out after this one. We sort of break down what that means to this Toronto Raptors team, and we, we speculated on who we should get, and one of the guys that we've been we've been talking about, the only one that was really still left on the board, Aaron Baines, Riker. He ended up signing with the Toronto Raptors on a two-year deal paying about $7 million per year. I'm pretty amped about this. I, I might be a little bit higher than a lot of people are on Baines, but he's a big that can knock down the threes, and yeah, I'm just, I'm pretty pumped about this pickup, Riker. And it's a fantastic pickup. It's the best available for his contract. They picked him up on how much, Ben? Seven million a year. Seven million dollars a year. That's clean. It's under ten million dollars. It's not hurting cap space. He's a big who can stretch the floor. He can shoot the three. Not at a crazy high volume. Not at Serge Ibaka volume. But he's willing to pop it. And I really, I kind of just thought of him as a three-point shooter from the eye test back on the Boston days, when his actual statistic-wise, he was worse than what he played this most recent season in in uh, Phoenix. So. This is a guy, he's going to come in, he's probably not going to give you deep playoff minutes, but at least you're bringing in a big that can guard the likes of Joel Embiid or whoever, And but he can still stretch the floor, he's not going to be somebody that, you know, the the opposing center can sag off on Ben, It's he's not perfect, he's not Serge Ibaka, you're going to say he's maybe better than Serge Ibaka, I think that's more of a joke's take, but ultimately, this guy, Ben, Aaron Baines, he's a fantastic pickup from what was left. Yeah, and we'll we'll break down his stats. And before we do, I, I forgot to plug this at the beginning. We launched our official Raptors Digest website. Everyone that's listened to the pod after this or the new tab, check out raptorsdigest.ca. We have articles coming out on all the players, on our draft picks, and all that stuff. So we're really excited to get that off the ground. Definitely check that out before or tonight, whenever you guys can. But Aaron Baines, his stats, he's averaging, or last season, he averaged about 12 points per game on six rebounds, shot about four threes a game, which is the most encouraging thing, shot about 35%. And as you said, his three-point shooting ability has just been steadily improving over the past few years. And it reminds me sort of of Brooke Lopez when he made the transition from a big lumbering big man to a guy that can stretch out and space the floor. You know, he he went from shooting no threes, essentially, to 0.3 a game to 1.2 and four threes a game last season. And the percentages are continually increasing. And as you said, from the eye test, those open threes seem to always go in for Aaron Baines. And I don't know, that's essentially what the Toronto Raptors need at the five spot. They need a guy that obviously he's known for his lumbering defense. Uh, he's been noted from Phoenix Suns reporters, checked out a couple articles for really helping the Suns get their 29th, and they were 29th in defensive efficiency before he came, and that was pushed up to 13th when Aaron Baines was on the floor last year. So they said that a lot of the, the credit was given to him. He can play defense, he's a lumbering big, and that three-point shot is continuously improving. You know, it's what we kind of wanted out of Marc Gasol in the playoffs, Riker. And obviously, uh, we lost Marc Gasol. Maybe we'll make a video on that as well. But he ended up going to the Lakers. But I think this is a really good replacement for Marc. Obviously, he doesn't bring the other things Surge does. But we'll talk about how all those holes will be filled. We talked about that in the Surge video, too. So definitely check that out as well. We're posting this within four hours of each other. But I'm excited. I'm excited with this pickup. Yeah, I think every Raptors fan should be excited. And there was a there was only a little bit of pushback on that Ibaka video with people saying that we shouldn't have 
maybe criticized it so much or we shouldn't have been so dramatic about it. I think that those comments are wrong. You should we should criticize it. That was a terrible move. It was very again, you don't you, you're not obligated to stay on a team if you're a free agent, but I think that the the means in which he le- he left the, Toronto and sort of saying that he was going to stay. Anyway, we're not going to get back into it. Just watch that other video. But Ben, I still think and it's nice because now we have a legitimate big man. You can start him. You can play small ball when the time comes. It, Brooke Lopez, I think that's a very fun comparison. You're right. From Marcus All, we wanted somebody who's looking to score, looking to shoot, right? And if Aaron Baines is hucking up four threes a game, shooting at 35%, maybe he improves a little bit more of this off, well, not much of an offseason. He improves that a little bit more throughout the season. He could be a formidable guy that gets maybe 20 minutes per game, 30 minutes per game, depending on the matchup. I think that this is a really good fit with the Raptors. Of course, also minutes after the signing of Aaron Baines, also followed that up with re-signing Chris Boucher to a similar contract, Ben. Correct me if I'm wrong. But, um, I mean, this is it's a good start. I'd still like to see DeMarcus Cousins on maybe a vet's minimum or a really small deal just to have multiple options in case of injuries or whatever have you, Ben. But I think that this is a good start. Not a perfect replacement. We're obviously losing a little bit on the rebounding. But in terms of assists, I'd say the playmaking, if you look at the stats-wise, Ibaka and Baines are relatively similar. I, I, it'll be a good substitute, Ben. And we also plugged the, the website, so check that out at the beginning. I'm also going to plug this Aaron Baines, New Zealand-born Australian with a fantastic beard. And speaking of beards, my Movember, we're getting towards the end of the month. I'm at a, I'm only $50 away from the goal. I had some huge contributions from uh, Samuel Hare, M. Coombs, and Marcus Marcos Segovia. So thanks, to everybody, for donating. And uh, we'll put the co- or the link to that into the thing the comment section or the description down below. But Ben, we're talking about Aaron Baines. And again, I, I think that this is a fantastic pickup by Masai Jarrett. Yeah, if you guys want a shout out, definitely donate to Rikers Movember. Really great cause. Check Definitely check that out. But yeah, you alluded to, obviously we'll, we'll break down the whole Boucher thing in itself because that's a really interesting contract and the bench sort of lineup. But do you think Aaron Baines will now be the de facto starting center for this team? Because... I'd expect probably a starting unit of Kyle Lowry, Fred Van Vliet, OG Ananobi, Pascal Siakam, and Aaron and Aaron Baines. Do, do you think that's like the lineup we're going to use going forward? Or do you predict us going small? Or do you think Boucher, maybe, who got a similar contract, will be in that starting lineup at center position? Well, we can speculate all we want, but we know Masai, not Masai, we know Nick Nurse loves to shake things up. And regular season, as long as you're getting the W, it doesn't really matter. It's the time to experiment. I've always been a proponent to play the lineup that you're going to play come playoff time, which Nick Nurse didn't seem to do very often. Um, Obviously, that small ball lineup with OG at the five, we never even seen that once throughout the regular season. So maybe he's going to learn from that a little bit and maybe stick to the starters that he's going to play come playoff time. Um, But I I think we'll see Aaron Baines come off as the starter. To start the season, at least, Chris Boucher, he's a little bit wild. Uh, he's, his IQ is a little bit questionable at times. Aaron Baines, he's been around the block. He's been to a couple of NBA teams. We know what he's able to provide. Again, he's not a perfect Ibaka substitute. He's not going to give you the exact same things, but in terms of what the Raptors are looking to do, you can play him when you want. You can put him up against big, you know, opposing big men, and he can hold his own down the block. You can bring him out on the offensive end, let him stretch the floor, you know, give it, kick drive and kick let him hit that open three or you know you can sit him on the bench it's not like you're paying him 20 million dollars and he has this huge ego you can play small you can put siakam at the five you can do whatever you want you can put i don't know i i there's options ben there's options 
Yeah, and the thing I like about Baines is he's consistent with that three-point shot, and that was the biggest issue we had in the playoffs. Marcus All didn't make a three till Game Seven against the Boston Celtics, right? If we have five guys on the court that's knocking down shots, knocking down threes, then that's going to be essential for this team. And you look at just the the all well-roundedness of the the guys we have right now. There isn't one guy that can't knock down a three-point shot that we're going to put out there on the court. So. I like the pickup. I like him being at center rather than the other guys we had that were options like Hassan Whiteside or even Marcus Gasol because I don't trust Marcus Gasol's three-point shot anymore after watching that sort of playoff series. And that makes Nick Nurse's offense so much more valuable. And that makes Aaron Baines playable in these playoff series because he can, he can do the positional big lumbering defense that, you know, is going to be essential when we're going up against. Because you look at it now, and we obviously we don't know what's, how Siakam is going to be, but the three best players in the Eastern Conference are all over seven foot. There's Giannis, there's Embiid, there's Kevin Durant, or seven foot, that sort of range. So we need a big man down low to sort of really get in the way of those guys. Even Tatum's pretty big as well. So you can't have uh, just nobody on your, on your backside to really protect the paint. So we have Aaron Baines to sort of cover that, and... As you said, if things don't really work out, we have Aaron Baines to sort of start. He'll probably be comfortable playing that sort of 20, 25-minute-per-game role, either as a starter or a bench guy. We can run Boucher in a bunch of lineups, but we said this in the Surge video. I do think that the the closing lineup for the Toronto Raptors will be on most nights, OG Ananobi at center. Do you think that's changed with Aaron Baines coming into the, the mix, or would you be more comfortable with that sort of playoff lineup that we had that you mentioned in the just previously? No, that I I suspect, Ben, I suspect very highly that, that having OG at the five, that Boston Celtics small ball lineup, we'll see a lot more run throughout the regular season, trying to perfect it, run different scenarios. Maybe you're putting them out when it is a bigger lineup, and you're going to see if maybe you can run the floor a little bit better and take advantage that way, or you're matching up against, similarly, another small ball lineup. I think we're going to see it a lot more to, to iterate it during the regular season so that come playoff time, because again, we said Miami Heat will play small, Boston Celtics will play small, and the Nets will probably play small, and Indiana is small. So, we have to get ready to play that lineup. Aaron Baines doesn't fit into any of those matchups, but he's a really good piece to have around because a lot of the regular season games, they're slugfests, Ben, and you, you play your bigs and you play your backup bigs, and so you want to have uh, Aaron Baines around so that he can defend those guys, you know, be a presence in the paint, have a hand up, and still be able to shoot the three. Yeah, and do you think he's capable of doing the things Marcus All was able to do on the defensive end? Obviously, Marcus Gasol wasn't the most mobile guy either, but his positioning, his IQ was extremely high. But talking to Celtics fans, I got a couple of people that that follow the that are my friend group that follow the Celtics very tightly. They say Aaron Baines used to lock up Joel Embiid in the same fashion that that Marcus Gasol did. It just obviously wasn't as noted because it wasn't a playoff series or whatever. But he's done a good job against Giannis. Apparently, Giannis is only one for three on posters over Baines, so. That, that's something to, to take into account because there was one that was really bad. I remember that came out a couple years ago. Giannis was always trying to dunk on Aaron Baines. But do you think he'll be able to sort of be that last line of defense against those guys in those playoff series? I don't know. Well, this is this is the hard part because you put out the comparison between Brooke Lopez at the beginning. That was more about him being able to develop the three-point shot later or as his career progressed. And I think that that's valid. Yeah. But he, he was also 20-plus 
point per game guy his entire career. Aaron Baines has never been that guy. Similar to Marc Gasol. Marc Gasol was the 2012-2013 Defensive Player of the Year when he was on the Memphis Grizzlies. So he's always fundamentally been a fantastic defending center mm-hmm. because he's never been an athletic guy. He's always been you know, overweight or just doesn't have the hops. He plays the same way that Pau Gasol plays defense, that just fantastic positioning. So I think it's hard to say that he's going to be as competent as Brooke Lopez, as competent as Marc Gasol. But I think on all accounts, he passes the eye test. You've made the comment at the beginning that the defensive rating of the Phoenix Suns has improved significantly since his presence on that team. I, I think he's he's a capable defender. And I think that that's really all you need because for the most part, Joel Embiid gets in, gets in his own head and he only has limited arsenal of tricks in his bag. He's very slow. He doesn't have a quick first step. He can't shoot the three terrifically well. He loves to play on the block. And when you double team him, we saw it in the Boston Celtics series, this most recent playoffs. We see it when they play against the Raptors. He really falls. He fades away and, and collapses inward on himself. So you just need a guy who can hold his own, doesn't bite, doesn't try to block shots all the time. Aaron Baines can do that for sure, Ben. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see how his game develops and stuff. Because the one thing about it, there are a couple, definitely a couple downfalls to Aaron Baines compared to the guys we lost. He's not nearly the passer of a, of a Marcus Sol. Only you look through his game logs, and it's usually zero assists or one assist and stuff. So that that's something that Nick Nurse will either have to try and instill in him, or we're just not going to get. Uh, yeah, he's and he also didn't play in the bubble. He's 33 years old, so he hasn't really played in however many months since March. So it's going to be interesting. That could be a good thing in terms of maybe he's just been grinding on that three-point shot for the past eight months, and he's going to come back shooting 40% or something. Maybe we'll see a dramatic improvement. Or, you know, having a long layoff, not playing for a long time, especially for an older guy. That rest can maybe turn you rusty if he's not working on his game or stuff. So those are interesting things to take into account. But overall, I think this was a, a really solid job for Mar- Masai Jerry to patch up. I, I think he was blindsided by the Sergi Baca thing, as a lot of us were. I, and obviously, Marcus All, you and I didn't really expect him to stay at all. But... I think it's a good a good pickup. That's what. But let's know what you guys think. You're the best for making this far. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, the website. Now that we're really plugging the website, we're plugging everything in this podcast, Riker. But let us know what you guys think of Marcus Hall or if Aaron Baines, Marcus Hall leaving. And yeah, it's it's exciting stuff. Definitely go. You can leave comments and stuff on the the articles in the website. So definitely go leave a few comments there. Check them out. We'd really really appreciate all that. Riker, you have any last words on Aaron Baines? We got an Aussie on the team now, Ben. I don't think we've ever had an Australian player on the Raptors. Maybe somebody in the comment section can fact-check me, but I think this is our first Australian, so that should be fun. Cheers. Culture guy. <laughs> yeah.